When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being patient with us this week. We have a lot to talk about. Racing is back. NASCAR is back, at least. At Darlington, we have all the review and coverage from that, as well as for the preview for Charlotte. Let's get into it. Preston, I'm sure you're just excited as me to have racing back. At least have NASCAR back. Oh, like way excited. Overly excited. I am super happy. Great racing all weekend or all weekend and week. And looking forward to Charlotte. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for listening to this very late episode of In the Marbles, but very informative and entertaining episode of In the Marbles. Hope you've had a great week. And we're just excited to bring you the latest and greatest from the world of NASCAR, Indy, Formula One, and to get ready to look forward to future races. Yes. Uh, sorry for the late delay on the whole episode coming out. It's just been a, a hectic week. And, you know, I, I was I wanted to be able to cover all the races, but, you know, the way the schedule just worked out. And then, of course, the Xfinity Series getting well, pushed back because of the weather, yeah, too. And the rain didn't help out much, and I think we could have done... Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll figure there. it out. We're just kind of with the going with the flow right yeah, now, just like anything else. That's right. Just happy racing's back. Absolutely, or at least NASCAR's back, which was very good. But we got a lot of news to get into. But whoa, 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 before we get into news, how are you doing with everything? Doing well. 
still kind of just, I wouldn't say just floating there, but it's kind of just a, we'll see how it goes kind of thing. Still waiting on uh, a couple other results, but uh, hopefully I'll have better knowledge moving forward here soon. Hopefully I'll have better answers. Let's just put it that way. All right. And tomorrow we are going to a, the gender reveal. Yes. You are coming to the gender reveal at my house. It was originally going to be at Disney World, but that got kinked. Yeah, unfortunately. And that's a bummer. Life happens, though. Well, coronavirus happens. <laughs> it isn't necessarily life happens, because if you had a choice, you'd be at Disney World doing this. You're right. But very nice. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. We have a very special episode here. We got a very surpri- big surprise at the end, too. Oh, really? It's not really a surprise. It's just more of a, a challenge was thrown out, and the challenge has been accepted. Oh, okay. Wait till the end for that. But we're going to go ahead, hop into it, into the news of auto racing. So, Preston, you want to lead us off here? You have anything for us? Uh, no. D- actually, you know what? I want you to lead us off because I, I, I didn't really see a whole lot, to be honest, other than our just usual what was going on after every race. The biggest thing that I saw, I saw two things, and I don't I don't think we covered it this last episode, but in, in the world of Formula One, Sebastian Vettel is out of Ferrari at the end of the season. Where he's going, we don't know yet. And a lot of drivers were rumored to go be talking to Ferrari about this. Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, Daniel Ricciardo. A lot of drivers were talking to Ferrari. Mm -hmm. But the driver that Ferrari signed was Carlos Sainz, which kind of blew me away. Daniel Ricciardo is now going to McLaren to replace Sainz from Renault, which... Again, surprised me. So it looks like this. So Mercedes has no drivers for the end of 2020 into going into 2021. Max Verstappen is staying with Red Bull. Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz are going to be at Ferrari. Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris are going to be at McLaren. But as far as Williams, Haas hasn't re-signed anybody. Force India, Sergio Perez has re-signed. Ocon has signed with Renault. But who's going to take Ricciardo's place? We don't know. Alfa Romeo has nobody as of yet, and I think that's crazy news. And the fact that they Ferrari's taking a chance with Carlos Sainz, yeah, that's because that's if you, huge. Well, I mean. if you look at it, Carlos Sainz is three years older older than Charles Leclerc, which doesn't really make a difference to me. If you can drive, you can drive. Right, has sixty more starts than Charles Leclerc, but has no wins, one podium, and scored only two hundred sixty seven points compared to Charles Leclerc's three hundred and three. 10 podiums, and two wins. I think this is going to be a gamble on Ferrari's part, but a gamble I'm hoping that pays off for Carlos Sainz. This is the break he needed, especially at the end of 2019 when he got that podium over Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I think that's going to be really great. I'm curious to see what where Sebastian Vettel goes, if he goes anywhere. Does he go back to Red Bull? Does he go with McLaren? or not McLaren, but Mercedes mm-hmm. with Lewis Hamilton and just Valtteri Bottas go to Red Bull. It's all, it's uh, it's kind of, you can it's, describe it like silly season. It, it is silly almost. season. Yeah, I mean, it, what, what, it comes down what to. makes it more interesting about Formula One is there's only X amount of seats. It isn't like a team can just go buy another team and right. do that. There's so few seats. And if you got a good quality ride, you, the chances of you losing it are great if you don't perform. Mm-hmm. So there are only 20 starters, and then 20 drivers can fill those seats. And so far, seven have been filled or confirmed for 2021. Okay. Well, there's a lot going on. A lot of moving parts over yeah, there. A lot of moving parts over there for Formula One. I'm looking forward 
to seeing what happens and just seeing them get back on track, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think we're all ready for that one. But then I don't know if you had any news because I found something else that kind of surprised me. Well, I found I saw something that was tweeted out by Adam Stern that was just came out yesterday, actually. I don't know if you saw it or not, but NASCAR has reportedly signed a deal with Equal Lottery Games to develop a unique new lottery game based around the results of real races to start as soon as 2021. And so what the idea is going to be is you buy a ticket with three drivers on it, and depending on how they do in the race, you can win up to $50,000. So it's just like, what's it called, like finish line or anything else that we pay? Yeah, well, that, it's like finish line, you know, finish line. You That's free? That Well, this is not free, probably. Yeah, that's, that doesn't sound free. Why would I pay money that I could just do it online for free and get the same chances of winning yeah finish line is a great app too yeah finish line predict six and the nascar nbc predictor i mm-hmm. i enjoy doing i'm not sure what they're trying to get with this whole lottery deal right know. here that's that's weird i i miss i miss that but i don't see that going anywhere to be no. honest with you but then i saw this and it's a piece of sad news out of myrtle beach yep myrtle beach speedway at the end of 2020 is closing mm-hmm. and i'm quite upset because we need to make it there this year yes we do we definitely need to go up there to see at least one race there say we've seen a race there because a lot of great drivers came up through there from the late models like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. so I'm curious to see if maybe Florence Speedway will be the new big attraction for South Carolina I mean that track has a lot of history but maybe just shift a little west and go to Florence yeah I'm, Sad week, I'm quite, I guess you could say. It happens. And there's been a lot of that. You know, yeah. with Chicagoland, that hasn't been confirmed or denied. But that's still up for debate. That's that's sad to me I mean, because I thought I would have enough time to go get up there. and. Yeah, Brian, Brian Barnhill even invited us to come up there when he was racing. Yeah, and then, of course, the coronavirus kicked off and we couldn't do anything. Yeah, we were But shuttered. that's all the news I got except for the big news that NASCAR is back. The first major sporting event in the United States to come back. And I think it did very well. And unless you have any other news, we'll just hop right into NASCAR. Let's get into it. Green, green, green. Great races, all of them. All three races this week, I think, knocked it out of the park. The only downside is that weather played a factor in a lot of the ratings, and new fans don't understand that. Yeah. I feel new fans don't just sit there and go, I'm I'm not going to sit there for hours and wait for them to try to track. It's either start now or... And that's out of NASCAR's hands. Yeah, that, that. But NASCAR on Sunday had six million people watching the race. Yes, six million. And I I enjoyed the race immensely. Kevin Harvick won. Alex Bowman had a great run, finishing second. Kurt Busch another, a great run, finishing third. Chase Elliott fourth, and Denny Hamlin fifth. Now the surprise to that for me was, and it's very awesome. Two surprises from Sunday's race was John Hunter Nemechek. Finishing yes. ninth, mm-hmm. and then Matt Kenseth coming back after one year of missing competition, finishing tenth. Yeah, and so I actually wrote down a couple other honorable mentions after that as well. Tyler Reddick finishing seventh, good run for him, good run for you know RCR, and then of course Newman coming back for the first time since his accident, finishing fifteenth. I mean, still fifteenth's not too bad, but like you said, John Hunter Nemechek, Matt Kenseth definitely tenth place. Good for them. Yeah, it was a great race. I And you know what was funny about the start of that race? So I had my buddy Brian over to watch the race on Sunday and it I mean I, I hate I hate to make I'm not making fun of it, but 
it never fails that Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh is, my gosh, that was something so... is always happening with him. So when they said, "Oh, we have a caution," and then they, you know, they panned to the back straightaway, and there's Stenhouse already in the wall, and I was like, "Of all people, that probably that doesn't really shock me too much." And I, you know, I at first I was like, "Man, you know, maybe we did forget how to race," but I mean, clearly in the replay, I mean, he was way down there on the apron coming off of two, which is. I mean, you're really kind of asking for it at that point, if, especially if you're trying to run three wide off of two. It's really tight. It's a really tight exit. Yeah, and and it was funny because Caroline watched a little bit of the race with me, and I asked her, do you think they'll make it through the first lap without wrecking? And she says, no. And then uh, when Stenhouse wrecked, <laughs> she said the funny thing. She said, I guess Danica rubbed off on him. Ooh, and I was like, oh, no. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Way to go, Caroline! <laughs> oh, you you win you win today <laughs> for it. me. But I, I thought it was a great race. It was great to see NASCAR back. Dunk that it was without fans, especially. It was a little odd to watch on TV with no fans. It was, but I don't think it took away from no, not at all. You know, it's normal Sunday afternoon. You sitting at home watching the race. You just, the difference is you just don't hear the roar of the crowds. Yeah. So. During, you know, I also felt bad during that race for Jimmy Johnson as well. Oh, what a great running car he had until coming to the finish of the stage, coming right off turn two, and And I just don't, you know, I don't know what's really going through your mind at that point. I don't know if he was really wanting to pass the seventeen. I don't really see what the point in lapping him is. Just get to the, get to the flag to get the stage win, and of course, just. I guess he just carried too much speed off of two there and got right into him, and that was it. That That was was such a bummer and i was so bummed out for jimmy that for that and but he came back and i think did pretty well on hendrick, wednesday hendrick motorsports had a great run for a while on sunday of course you know once johnson was out william byron winning the stage but then of course he had that loose wheel i believe it was on lap 110 and then which yep. got him into the wall and then that was pretty much the end of his day finished uh i believe it was 35th if i'm not mistaken yeah i mean it was it was good sunday's race was good i feel wednesday's race was better I feel Wednesday's race was better, too, only because instead of it being 400 miles, it was 500 kilometers, so about 300-and-something miles. Yeah. But that didn't take away for me from the intensity of the race. In fact, I think it increased the intensity a lot more. It was... So when they came out and they talked about how they wanted to move the start time up, I was like, I don't really see what the point in that is. We're probably going to start at the same time that they originally wanted, which... About 7.30 was about when we started anyways, which was the original time, which I was hoping for more of the race to be under the lights anyways. So I kind of got my wish there. But it was just an overall very interesting race. I thought it was a great race. It was a 208-lap race, so 208-lap race, 284 miles, 500 kilometers. I liked that very much. I liked that it was not as long. Right. I think it picked up the intensity quite a bit. Well, 208 laps only because they finished early. It was originally 228 laps. But yep, we you're right. 20 laps early. But yeah, I mean, like you said, the intensity was there. Yeah, even even if it finished under green flag and didn't and rain didn't play a factor, I think it was the perfect amount of race. It was going to be 300 and something miles. Just didn't happen like that because of weather. But Denny Hamlin walked away from that. I really thought Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer had a great car most of that His night. crew was on it. Knocking out 13-second pit stops, getting him out ahead of Harvick, getting him out ahead of Hamlin, getting him out, out ahead of Kyle Busch. But then Hamlin snuck in there and won. And I had a fr- and I, one of our friends from work, Dan, said, if I would have listened to you and bet on Hamlin, I would have won. 
I said, you got to listen to me. I'm the NASCAR guy. I'm I'm the NASCAR guy. I'm the NASCAR guy. But top five for that, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch. We'll get more into Kyle Busch's finish on second after after this. Kevin Harvick finished third. Brad Keselowski fourth. Eric Jones, very good run, finished fifth. Jimmy Johnson bounced back, finished eighth. Matt DiBenedetto in the top ten at ninth. And rounding out the top ten is Martin Truex Jr. Christopher Bell, highest finishing rookie, finished 11th. What I really liked about Wednesday night's race as well was we, all, of course, so we only had 39 cars in the field, under, you know, other than like 40 on Sunday. But there were only three cars that did not finish the race on Wednesday night, which is good. You know, having 36 cars out there, I thought it was great. You know, the three guys that didn't finish, of course, Brennan Poole, uh, Ryan Priest was the other one with an engine failure, and then well, Chase Elliott who got that was crashed crazy. out. So I so let's let let's talk here. Okay, I want to hear your. What do you think? Everybody's racing on a restart. Everybody's trying to get in line. The way I saw it, Kyle Busch was on the inside at the start finish line. He tried to move up, somehow misjudged. From this, when they slow down the replay, it looks like he turned hard right. Yes, hooking Chase Elliott. Mm-hmm. Chase hits the wall, and I could just tell by him getting out of the car. I said, "Oh, Caroline, watch this. Oh yeah, this is gonna be so funny." I thought he was going to throw a helmet. No, he. Oh, he gave us much more than just he, he gave, that. He, he told Kyle Bush he's number one. Yes, his and biggest I, and fan. I, I, I hear, I heard the fans in my head go cheering. Oh, could you imagine just if that place was cheering? Packed? Was so bummed for Chase Elliott. I don't like. I, I like rooting against Chase Elliott. I think he's, you know, got it thrown up there because of his dad's name. He's a talented driver. Yes, he is. But a lot of it is, I think, because of Bill Elliott. But do I think it's an accident or not? I, I think it's a. It was a racing a racing deal. I mean, Kyle was straight up about it, you know. Yeah, right after the race, he came right out about it, you know. Hey, and he even came out on Twitter saying, "Hey, I messed up," mm-hmm. you know. And I I commend Kyle Busch for that. And you know how much I like to bash Kyle Busch and tell him, "Oh man, this guy." But he stepped up and said, "I believe I messed up. We can move on from this." It was but, it was interesting. But what's your take on that? Okay, so at first watching it live. Because I had I had turned my eyes away from the TV for probably like 10 seconds as they were coming through three and four, so I didn't know what was leading up to it. But when I saw him just turn Chase, I was like, oh, dude, like what what's going on here? So then I watched the replay again. There was no contact. Chase is just driving hard. It's a restart, coming off of four. Hey, I'm going to beat Kyle Busch off this. You know, I've got to run. And so when they start talking about maybe Kyle Busch was trying to get back in line, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can see that. I can see, you know, I've seen it plenty of times before. You know, Kyle Busch is saying, you know, I'm looking in my rearview mirror and I see who was, I think Kevin Harvick was coming. I mean, at Darlington, if you got a chance to get back in line, you need, ooh. I'm, I muted you accidentally. I'm oh, sorry. Thanks. Anyways, so. But yeah, I hear you. You want to get back in line. So I, that from that perspective, I can understand when, you, you know, some people are probably thinking, oh, you know, he did that on purpose, but you kind of have to think, put yourself in, try and put yourself in that situation. Right. If you've watched NASCAR plenty of times to know that, if you're going to be on the inside trying to drive into one, it's probably not going to work out too well. No, it's not. Usually, at the all. outside line has got more of an advantage. So, right. I I feel for Kyle Busch. Hey, I got to get back in line. When I saw the wreck happen, shades of 2011, mm-hmm. when he spun Kevin Harvick, which almost looked like it was the exact same spot where he hooked him. Which I, was I, funny. I said that on Twitter. I said that's straight up what happened in 2011 with Kevin Harvick. Right. Back then, he did it on purpose. Absolutely, now he now yeah. he's oh I don't know. Because Chase Elliott is NASCAR's most popular driver. And, of course, 
chases crew chief Alan Gustafson. You know, oh, they were right there man. after the race. And, did, of course, Fox Sports said, oh, we're sorry about that language. Because I think Alan was the one that said, what the F, you know? Oh, no, it was Kyle Bush. Oh, was it Kyle? Oh, yeah, it was okay. Kyle. Well, I don't Looked like it was, uh, Alan was not very happy about it. Man, that was crazy. That was, and I'm, I'm glad that happened in the sense because if people watch it and haven't watched NASCAR before, it's like, oh man. Now, just imagine if we didn't have all of these social distancing rules going on. Uh oh. Probably would have been a fight for That's the ages after again. Because I was waiting for Chase Elliott to come out of nowhere and bull rush and Kyle Bush. What? I mean, what better way to draw in new fans than to have a fight right after a race? Yeah, at NASCAR's one of NASCAR's most historic tracks to begin with. But that was crazy. I, I thought it was crazy. I didn't see that coming, and then that happened, and it didn't surprise me that it was Kyle Busch. I'll tell involved. you right now, I enjoyed that race so much that I watched the race again because Fox Sports 1 went ahead and showed the race again right after that. I was like, I'm going to watch it again. That was a good race. I liked the kilometers. It wasn't crazy long i thought it was the perfect amount of distance i thought the wednesday night race was great but then we get to thursday and mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner this holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What a great, another great race Xfinity put on. Yeah, so we had to wait. Of course, Xfinity wanted to go at noon, 4.30 start six, time. Yeah, four hours later, that happened. Again, you can't beat nature, but top five look like this. Chase Briscoe, awesome drive. Kyle Busch finished second, trying to redeem himself, still trying to, but it's good, good finish. Yes. Good, great finish. I was happy about that. Great run for both of those drivers, and especially Chase Briscoe. Justin Allgaier, my pick to win, finished third. Austin Sindrick, fourth. Noah Gregson, fifth. Junior Motorsports had a great day up to up till really the end, and then Mike Ornette he spun out, had the tire go down, and yeah. the right front tire go down, and which caused that. Honorable mention: B.J. McLeod finishing fifteenth. Brett Moffitt, eleventh. Very good run for him after his double femur fracture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, double. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that sounds painful. Oh, yeah. Bilateral femur fractures are no joke. No. And I thought that was a great race. Chase Briscoe, after his wife and him yeah, so losing, that was, losing their kid, was yeah. showed that emotion. I mm-hmm. thought that was great. I really like Chase Briscoe. I've seen him come up. Yeah. And I, I, I can't wait to keep following his career. I've really yeah. enjoyed watching that guy. What I thought was, you know, while I was watching that, of course, we get the white flag and him and Kyle are just right... Almost looked like they're running wide open into one and two. 
Reminded me of Shades of 2003 with Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch. I was waiting for something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he got into Chase. Chase went up. Chase, You know, he chased the car up the track, but, I mean, he's, like, right up against the wall. Yeah. But he's just hard into it, and I was just – it was awesome, awesome to see. That's the kind of racing I like to see at Darlington. Guys right up near that wall. Plenty. There was a couple guys. I mean, like, Justin Allgaier, I think it was, before one of the last restarts. I mean, he was driving the heck out of the car right up near the wall, and yeah. sometimes you could see him, like – fight i mean look like he was gonna just back it into the wall up there but overall great races i mean darlington's always a great track to go to it's definitely a tough test running near that wall we got what we got out of it and now we just get to okay so how about on wednesday night what i thought it was really funny is we're getting all these crazy things that are happening and then the fox shows up on the track with you know right before that right during the red flag did you yeah. see the fox show up? I did see the fox show up. I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, we, we got to see it all. It kind of reminded me of, like, when we went to Daytona in 2012, Monday night racing. Oh, no, that was completely different. And then we get all that this crazy stuff. That was a whole stuff. different <laughs> scenario there. <laughs> Nobody was running into jet dryers this time. Yeah, well, Pablo Montoya wasn't on track. But here's how <laughs> I rated the races for this past week. Sunday's race at the for the cup level, I, raced, I rated it an eight. Wednesday's race with uh, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Fiasco, I rated that a 9. I thought it was a little more intense just because of the shortened distance. And yesterday's race, it's Friday today. Yesterday's race, 8.4. I thought it, they were all three very solid. They brought what they needed to. Now, how would you rate the race? Sunday, I gave an 8.7. It was a good, solid race, 293 laps. Kind of reminded me of back when Darlington had their spring races, you know, going the distance of that, 293 laps. Yep. As far as Wednesday goes, I gave it about a 9.2. I thought it was much more exciting just because of the fact that we were racing at night under the lights, shorter distance, which I kind of can get down with a little bit of a shorter distance. Yep. You know, we're having to beat Mother Nature at the same time. As far as the Xfinity Series go, 9.3. I I enjoyed watching it, even though it's 147 laps. It was still a solid race all the way until the end, of course, when we had Chase Briscoe and Kyle Busch battling it out. What a great week of racing. That's all I have to say. It really was, and I can't wait to see this coming up week. Coca-Cola 600, May the 24th, Sunday, May the 24th. Here are my top five drivers to watch out for. Kevin Harvick, he's on a roll. He's got his 50th career win. He's also the only driver to finish in the top 10 in every single race so far this season. So Kevin Harvick's one to watch out for. Marty Trex Jr. was on that rail that one year. I think it was 2016. Yeah, he led what? It was... 398 laps or 394 laps out of the 400 laps. Mm -hmm. So Truex is someone to watch out for. Denny Hamlin, always a threat. Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski. But my dark horse is going to be the fourth Joe Gibbs driver, Eric Jones. Okay, that's not a bad pick. He's a solid driver to pick, absolutely. Yep, so that's my top five and dark horse for the Coca-Cola 600. So I'm thinking I'm going to go with you, Harvick for sure. Is definitely somebody to watch for, and I totally agree, Dan Hamlin as well. Um, I would throw Jimmy Johnson in there. Okay. Like I said, you know, he was having a great solid run on Sunday, and definitely thought he was going to be somebody to contend with near the end until that mishap. Um, Alex Bowman, I think Alex Bowman's going to have a solid race. Hendrick Bowman okay. is going to have a pretty yeah, solid Bowman's race. Yeah, Bowman's starting to point. come around. And I'm, you know, also going to throw Chase Elliott in there as well. I would throw William Byron in there, but at this point, Chase Elliott, okay, probably a little bit better as far as a dark horse. Tyler Reddick probably. All right, I like that. I think that. he's kind of on a roll at this point. Give him a little bit more time, though. Tyler okay. Reddick, for sure. I like that very much. Now, going to the Xfinity, 
Here's my top five in dark horses. Chase Briscoe coming off of that win at Darlington. Justin Allgaier, Noah Gregskin, uh, Justin Haley, Austin Sindrick, my dark horse, Harrison Burton. Ooh, that's a good dark horse is Harrison Burton. That's wow, my. That's... that's for Monday, the 25th of May, Memorial Day, for the Xfinity Series. I guess I could probably say a top five. I mean, I'm, I'm with you with the whole Chase Briscoe thing. He's on a roll for sure. Brandon Jones, I know he hasn't really been all that there too much, but I would put Brandon Jones in my top five. Ross Chastain for sure. Okay, I Justin like Allgaier and Noah Gregson too would probably be in my top five. As far as the dark horse goes, ooh. It's a tough one. Daniel Hemrick maybe. I like that a lot. I think he needs a solid run. He could use one. Yep, and, and he had a great run at Darlington, and I expect him just to develop more with Junior Motorsports and do something with that. Now for the trucks, because the truck race is back, and I'm looking forward to this a lot, the truck races. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write reach out to Brian Barnhill, see if he's racing, to see if he's going to be Charlotte, but I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything on his social media. Ones to look out for for the truck series. Johnny Sauter, Brett Moffitt, Grant Infinger, Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, my dark horse, Todd Gilliland. Ooh, Todd Gilliland is a good dark horse. That, those are my picks for the truck series. Okay, so... And the truck series is going to be happening May 26th at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. 8 o'clock. Don't miss it. It's gonna. We're going to have four straight days of pretty much night racing. I can't wait. On, on all honesty, trucks are always exciting to watch at night anyways. Yeah. Johnny Sauter for sure. Ben Rhodes, I would say so. Uh, Grant Enfinger... Matt Crafton is, I'm looking at him, he's sitting 13th in points right now, but I, I would put Matt Crafton in that Yeah, that doesn't five. mean anything. And I honestly would put Todd Gillen in my top five. I wouldn't even consider him a dark horse. Okay. But who would be your dark horse? Stuart Friesen. Good picks. We'll yeah. see what happens. Now, out of all, who, who's your pick for to win the cup race? The Coke 600. The Coke 600? Ooh. Chase Elliott. My pick is Brad Keselowski. Okay, solid pick. What about the Xfinity Series? I'm going to go with Chase Briscoe again. I'm going to go Noah Gregson. Okay. Truck race. Johnny Sauter. Zane Smith. Okay. Okay. So we have our picks there. What about for- Wednesday's cup race, though? Oh, man. Eight o'clock. <laughs> That's right. You just said that. <laughs> so my winner, my pick to win the 600 is Kozlowski. Yeah. I'm going to say Truex wins Wednesday's race. Okay. I'm going to go Clint Boyer on Wednesday. Ah, I like that. Boyer's always a win. It's never never a bad pick. All right. And before we finish up NASCAR, we have our In the Marbles 2.0 fantasy to cover here after two races at Darlington. And the leaderboard looks like this. SMR R&D in the lead with 1,066 points. Beamer on a Beamer, who's my uncle, 1,048. I'm in a Distant third with 911. Mm. White Knuckle 94th, 43 and Me 5th, SMR Operation 6th. Yeah, it was a tough. It was, it was a, a tough. Darling, uh, it was a little tough this past week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> Things wired, didn't go my way. You know, I guess not. Wiregrass Racing 7th, S Blades 8th, BK Racing 57th, Jawaka Flocka 10th, and Crunchy Enterprises is 11th. Remember, you still have a chance out there. To join in the Marbles 2.0 for the chance of winning a $100 Amazon gift card. And that was NASCAR. We don't have any Formula 1 or Indy yet, but rest sure here in the coming weeks, it's going to happen. Yeah, we will get it back, hopefully soon. And that being said, I, that wraps up NASCAR. We have a movie review. 
This week's movie review for In the Marbles. You got to check it out if you haven't already. The documentary, Senna. I do need to check that out. I'm, you know, It is right now on Netflix. It's off or on and off of Netflix constantly. It talks about Brazilian Formula One driver Ayrton Senna from his entry into Formula One all the way until his death in 1994 in Imola. And he talks about his championships, his running with Alan Frost, his career, and how much he's just driven to win and how much he wanted to win and just be a champion. All this guy did was win. And I feel like last week I pretty much gave you the footnotes of rapid response. So I'm not going to really explain it to you. I'm, all I'm going to say is this. Five lug nuts. Check it out. Certified in the marbles. Great documentary. I'll have to check it out this weekend. Check probably. it out on Netflix. Right now it's on Netflix. Okay. I don't know how much longer it's going to be on Netflix. Then that means I need to get to it as soon as I can. But it is great. It shows just his passion for the sport. Mm-hmm. And I wish... He was still alive, but unfortunately, he he died at the racetrack in Imola. It goes through all that weekend, and, and it goes through dramatic moments in his career. The documentary Senna on Netflix, got to check it out. Now, there's another, there's a series on Netflix that has to do with Formula One. Have you seen? That? Well, we're going to cover that. Oh, next okay. week. Oh, okay. All right. I haven't if started could, it yet either, do, but you, I saw it today. If you do two movie reviews, you just take away content from next week. Okay, I, I didn't know if you had seen it yet or not. I wasn't really going to get into it. Yep. You saw the whole series. Oh, I, I, I watched it all in one day, but we're oh. going to talk about that next week. Okay. I'm right, going to well. say the name of it. Some people might know the name of it. You're going to review that next week. Yeah. Go check out Cinna. Okay. It's a great documentary from a great driver in Formula One history that every time somebody meets his benchmarks and his accomplishments, they feel like they're one of the best. He's still measured up as the best, and everybody, if they beat that mark or match that mark, they're considered themselves to be the best, I believe. Let's check it out. Check it out. It's a 100% great. Really enjoyed it. All right. Now, here's the special surprise I told you about at the top of the show. My wife, Caroline's here. Hello, everybody. It's me. I know y'all miss me out there. I, I, I miss you here. I think you should be here every week. I think it's a great little... I agree. Trifecta. Thank you, lead. I agree. <laughs> but Caroline, this weekend after watching Darlington, said it would be a good idea. Or not necessarily a good idea. She said, you should bring me on next episode and put me through trivia. Okay. Wow, how many questions? I think I'll do pretty well. She thinks you will do pretty well. Now, I made these softball questions, but here are the rules. She's going to start off with 20 points, and I'm going to keep keep score here. She's going to start off with 20 points, which represents dollars. At the end of this, you will win money. money. Now, I also have $20, so if you beat me, you get $2. But if you miss a question, if you get a question right, you get $2. If you miss a question... I get $2. And then later, your $2 goes back to me. Yes, pretty much. At the end it pretty much just all goes back to Caroline at the end of, the sh- at the end of this. Disclaimer. Yeah, it, it's no surprise there. But here, here's the thing. If you want a lifeline, Preston will be your lifeline. Get off the phone. Oh, okay. oh all right. Get off your phone. Now, I'll keep it right in here. order to use a lifeline. You can stay on your phone, Lou. No, you cannot stay on your phone. He doesn't want me to cheat. No, I don't, because these are softball questions. I think everybody... Should you know, know him. Should know him. Just, uh, w- just whisper through the mic, Lude, and tell me. I'm going to mute you if you do that. Okay, so. Give me the right answer. 
it's going to cost you $4 to Preston. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, then don't bring me in. So, I mean, that, and <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> hey, then we don't have to baby, buy a baby gift for him tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we are. Like we said that at the top of the show. So, okay. So, we're starting off with 2020. Okay. And Preston has nothing right now because he's your lifeline. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Question number one NASCAR is an acronym. What does NASCAR stand for? i want to say need for speed hang on nascar would this really be a softball question this is a softball question this should not be i I think this is a very softball hang on something race r would be race raceway uh in is there is there a countdown no there's no count there's no countdown (laughs) do i get to answer after she needs a guess unless she just gives up and defaults it to you then you can tell me and Speedway I mean, I, I, Raceway. I'm not competing for anything. I was the just... S would be Speedway, right? Let's see NASCAR. Okay, car. So what's NAS? I have no clue. I'm gonna have to get lead. All right, go so you're gonna lifeline. you're gonna go for yeah, a lifeline. Already. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna subtract four from you. So now you're down to sixteen. He may not know. And I'm gonna put four in the presence. Okay, Preston, what's the lifeline? The National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing. National Association ah. for Stock Car Auto Racing. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. So all right. All right. Th- let's already, get that one out of the way. You're already down four four bucks. And Preston already <laughs> Minus has four already. <laughs> and by the way, we can hear you slam on the table. Oh, sorry. But I won't slam anymore. It's okay. I can understand your frustration. I'm now a this one frustrated. this one should be easier. Okay. Our first race that we watched together was the two thousand nine All Star race. Who won that race? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember who won that one. It wasn't. I. It wasn't Denny Hamlin. It wasn't. You're right. Cal <laughs> <laughs> Bush. No. Okay. All right. I get extra. Uh, okay, you get an one. extra one. Is he still racing? No, he is not still racing. Uh, he retired. Okay. Oh, Jeff Gordon. No, Jeff Gordon wrecked that race. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Cal Bush. Yeah, because Cal Bush wrecked him. <laughs> okay. Can, you, can we give hints? No, you cannot. Okay, well, can I ask a question after you've defaulted? After she defaulted. My goodness, I thought you would throw out some. These are easy. Simple, you you were at the like race. Like a question, like what's my favorite driver? That kind of thing. Oh, no. Um. Oh gosh. You were at the race. <laughs> Well, I was there enjoying it with you. Um, all right, I'll just throw throw another name out. Okay, there. throw another name out here. Chase Elliott. He didn't even race at that time. Okay. <laughs> all right, you give let up. Me, let me do another one. Okay, I'll give Let's you one see. more. Talk your way through it. Hang on a second. Let me think. Mm, I'm just thinking of names here. I feel like I think I know, but I don't think I do know. Dale Earnhardt. He died in 2001. Gene. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Save good save. Good Caught save. On that one. This that, is that, good. Embar- that embarrassed me. This is good. <laughs> is it, uh, this is only question two. I mean, once we default, I'm going to ask questions. The couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. No, this you guy no longer races in NASCAR. Uh, he, re- it, he retired. Can I ask a question? Well, I mean, like after we defaulted, because I don't want to give anything away. I give up. Tony Stewart. Ah. Uh, okay, see, then I, I didn't thought he was still was... racing. Nope. He is truck racing, right? No, he's not. Oh, okay, see. Shows you how much I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now what was your question? It was too late. No, I was this I was going to try and break it down to think it was what I thought and knew who but I knew was But this is actually good. You're teaching me. 
you were at the race. You should know that. <laughs> I was there with you. I was oh. looking at you the whole time. I was looking miles. at the race. I'm... It's probably 500 miles. Of it was, at you. It wasn't. That's why I picked the all-star race for your first race. 300 was, miles. No, it wasn't oh, even that. It was, like, it was like 100 miles. Uh, well, it felt like 500. Oh, it, it, was, it went by fast for me. Okay. okay. Nice. Question number three. You got seven more after this, by the way. And how much am I down? Uh, right now you're at fourteen dollars. Negative. I didn't say you're negative. I just said you're at fourteen dollars because okay. you used a lifeline in your first question well, and okay. you missed that other question. All right. Oh, actually, I'm I'm plus two, so I'm twenty two. All right, I'm doing well. All right, question number three. Jimmy Johnson is one of three drivers to win seven championships. Who are the other two drivers? Whoa. How many How many championships? Is? Seven. Jimmy He's one. He's Jeff Gordon. I'm gonna. You can't just start spinning. Jeff out Gordon. Them. No, you're looking at me like I'm. I'm not trying to throw you curveballs here. These are softball questions. I'll read you the question. Publish. Stop. <laughs> you're just naming drivers. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson is one of three drivers to win seven championships. Who are the other two drivers? I should give her a hint. Dale Earnhardt. Yes, Dale Earnhardt. The Bam. question. The, okay, I knew that. That, that was one. Who's the other one? Is he still alive? He's still yes. alive, but he never he's he retired in nineteen ninety two. Yes. Oh, is he that skinny guy with the little mustache and the cowboy hat? I'll give her oh, that. I'll give her that. Richard Petty. I'll give you that. Enough. Okay, so that, that was great. Okay, so there's plus two for you, so you're up to sixteen and then minus two for me, I'm under twenty. Okay. I didn't know where she was going with it when she said skinny guy, but then she said with the mustache and the cowboy yeah, hat. I, I gave said, her that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good enough. Yeah, she knew- I love his wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I get money on that one. Yeah, you got two? plus two. Okay. You're up to 16. 16. Okay. okay. Good. This is more of a opinion-based question for me, but Caroline should know this. Oh, boy. Pressure's on. There is one figurehead in NASCAR who I despise the most. Who was that figurehead? He is the son of the owner of the NASCAR. Okay. And I can't think of his name. You know who I'm talking about, right? But you should give me $2 on that because I can see him, but I... Don't know his name. You know who it is? Did he get a DUI? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know who it is. I mean, I'll give you it because you know who I'm talking about. Brian France. That's it, France. Yeah. Brian France. It's funny because I only remember that, too, because of the Twitter account that somebody came out with. Oh, yeah. But I know Brian it's France. the son of the guy that owned on the owner, right? Yep, He's the he, owner he, now, he, right? Or did he retire? He got pretty much relieved of his duties so. by, by his uncle, Jim France. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, so now we're even at 18 apiece. Okay, thanks for having grace. All right, question number five. This is fun. This is good. I like this. In 2003, the closest finish in NASCAR history happened at Darlington. Who were the drivers, and what was the margin of victory? Ooh. If you listen to my podcast weekly, you should know these. (laughs) Dale Earnhardt. No. (laughs) Did he die? He died in 2001. I was close. Okay. All right, let's scratch. I wish we had YouTube now because I'd just be looking at you like, what? (laughs) Jeff Gordon. Okay. Kyle Busch. Close. Kurt Busch. Okay, Kurt Busch was one. Jeff Gordon was not the other. You made it seem as though it was. I just said okay. Uh, So Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch. You probably don't even know the second driver, but he won that race. Is he retired? Yeah. Cars in the Hall of Fame. Tony Stewart. (laughs) No. Give me that one. Okay. You you want to use... Preston as a lifeline? Oh, I can keep using him? Yeah. You oh, got, nice. Every time yes. it's four bucks. Okay, so Preston gets another four. 
was Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch. The margin of victory was two one thousandths of a second. Very nice. Point zero zero two seconds. Ricky Craven passed him on the outside. Inside. Was Kurt, it the inside? It was Bush on the inside. Come on, people. <laughs> oh, that's right. He came up and slammed into him because yep. Kurt came down. You Kurt, always pass Kurt, on the inside. Kurt lost power steering that race. Yes. So that's actually four for Preston because he got it. Well, we know that's eight because he got both lifelines right. Okay, question number six. We're just now past halfway. <laughs> halfway. <laughs> In 2015, we walked on the famed Watkins Glen International Raceway. What driver did I say raced on that same track in the 1970s? This is why you got to pay. I pay attention to everything you say. You might not think it, but I do. Well, when you're talking and there's a crowd of people, I'm just so excited to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like I'm just like nodding my head every time you say information. Well, like you that. actually said in response to this, who? Well, that tells you right there. I don't know it. But I said the name. I read. You want me to read you the question again, or you want to throw it to press for like? No. Well, no, that's gonna be my gonna go my go to. That's gonna be your go to answer every time. Either Jeff Gordon or Dale Jr. Okay, you get. You, do you know you want to use Preston as? Don't don't, right. don't ask well, me. It, he doesn't seem like a a lifeline because then I'm giving him money. Don't ask me. That's not a free lifeline. That's really not a lifeline. <laughs> but I want to make Preston a part of this. Okay. All right. I I have no idea. Okay, Preston's saying no. Don't do it. Okay, don't so do get, it. Don't do it. So I don't I have a my, flag to wave. I get my four dollars back. Okay. No, you never lost it. You're going to just lose $2 well, here. Well, he doesn't know it. No, he's not a lifeline. Nikki Louder. Ah, Nikki Louder. I never would have guessed that. It was in the back of my head. It was there. Okay, question number seven. This is so much fun. We need to have Caroline on every week. Mm-hmm. We went to the 2019 Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin won that race. Who won the first Daytona 500? You went to the Hall of Fame there at Daytona. You should know this. I did this. go to the Hall of Fame, but you should have asked me the question, who won that race? Yeah, I said Denny Hamlin won that race. Yes, that should have been that question. <laughs> <laughs> who won the 2019 who, Daytona race? Who that won should... the first Daytona 500 in 1959? I have no clue. Why fine? All right, Lude. Lee nope. Petty? Lee Petty. Very nice. Okay, so I'm going to give you the scores. That's as Richard a... Petty's dad. Yes, Richard Petty's dad. Didn't know he raced. And my bank account's getting pretty low over there. You're at eight dollars. Person's at twelve. All right. Question number eight. Your favorite driver was Jeff Gordon. How many championships does he have over his twenty-three year career? <laughs> He's got quite a bit. Twelve. That's a lot. Eight. Holy <laughs> cow! You can't just start throwing well, out numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, eight was going to be my first go-to. Eight. <laughs> no snookums. <laughs> No, no. No? Lower than that? Lower than... I'll give you two okay, more... Okay, two more guesses. Two more guesses. Five. No. Is that still too much? It's still too much. Three. Oh. Wah, wah, Where's the... Where is that? Where's do, the I, do I need to bring that up? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll bring it up for next time because that's... I tried. Okay. All right, man. Okay, I'm not going to... Minus two, so you're at $6. Okay. Question number nine. This should be an easy one. Okay, this should be, this should be easy. <laughs> what location in Daytona Beach is known for the birthplace of NASCAR? Daytona. No, no, no. What place in Daytona? Oh, I know this one. What? Oh. We visited there. Yes, we did. We went on the pilgrimage. There was a hotel. Okay. I... I I'll, I'll give her it based on that, but I'll give you two bonus points hotel. if you could give me the name of the hotel. 
uh, we went there, and Denny Hamlin, Denny, Denny Hamlin, is that a Hamlin? Yeah, there was a bunch yeah. of beer in the trash cans. Yeah, actually it, celebrated there that celebrated night. there that night. Why am I drawing a brain fart? I can see it. It was green, and it had a sign out there. Yep. Uh, and you right took my picture beach. in front of it. I said, we got to go there. I said, I want to go Why there. Why do I want to say Limehouse? <laughs> I'll give her I'll give her it though because she said hotel yeah the streamline hotel streamline yeah that's it see I'm full of scientific information but when it comes to NASCAR I I've been there but I don't retain it <laughs> I just put it out of my mind it's okay so you have eight eight points left final question NASCAR has five levels NASCAR I'm gonna start it again NASCAR's top level has five sponsors since I started watching racing in 2001. What are were the names of the top level of NASCAR? What were the names of? They've had five sponsors it since has, 2001? It had five names. You want me to name the sponsors? Yeah. Like Monster Energy? Okay, there's one. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> wearing the shirt. Very good. There's one. Good thing. If you get two more, I'll consider it a correct answer. Now, it's just who sponsored them. Yeah, it's just the name of the, like the Monster Energy. Home Depot. No. Give me a hint. It was a cigarette company. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, car- car- camel. No. Bush. Bush did it. Like, let me. Oh, Winston. Okay, there's two. Okay, one more. I'll give you the. I'll give you it. <laughs> Is it a beer? No. No. Mm. It's a phone company. Why did I go to this particular phone company? Oh, Sprint. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the Winston Cup, Nextel Cup, Sprint Cup, Monster Energy Cup, and now it is called the NASCAR Cup the NASCAR Series. NASCAR Cup Series. Now, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So you're at 10 points. I would have been. Now, the bonus, here's a bonus question. All right. Mm. If you win get this. All. Win it all. If you get this, you get mine and Preston's. Okay. But you have to do it on your own. Okay. And you can either walk away now with 10 or go for all everything. All or, or nothing. Okay. okay. All or nothing. Might as well. Okay. Full send. What are the four sponsors of the current Cup Series? Oh, Lord. These are difficult questions. These are not difficult questions. These are basic right, you NASCAR. You have to think on my level. I did. You're thinking on the expertise This is level not even expertise NASCAR. level. This is an expert level. I didn't I go to NASCAR Technical Institute. This has this has nothing. This is not covered in NASCAR Technical Institute. If I wanted to get technical, I'd be like, tell me the ratio of gear ratio setting for a Martinsville race. <laughs> So, what are the sponsors? What are the now? four sponsors of the NASCAR Cup Series? There are four. Miller. Right Close. Okay. There's one. Is one a cigarette? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Home Depot. Well, why is somebody driving that car with this has, has Home Depot on it? That was Tony Stewart, and that happened a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Monster. Mm-mm. Red Bull. No. It has that to do with a drink. Yeah, there is a drink and another drink. Mellow Yellow. No. Mountain Dew. No. Pepsi. Coca-Cola. Okay, Coca-Cola's two. So Bush Beer, Coca-Cola. You got two more. All right, what does it pertain to? If I, babe, I'm going to hold your hand through all this. This is a trivia game. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. Okay, let's see here. I'm trying to think of the logos on the cars. Would that help me? There is one sponsor out there. Sprint. Yes, there is one that has. Verizon. No. I'll tell. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I'll give you this. It's Ty Dillon's sponsor. I don't really follow Dillon. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. <laughs> we we are winners in this household. See, you should have asked me something about Brad Koslowski. 
I'm looking. FedEx. No. <laughs> Master Tech. Those aren't going to help. Those aren't going to help you. Yeah, Those aren't going to I don't help think you. it's going to be in this room, honestly. No, it's not in this room. I give up. Geico. Geico's ah. one. And what's the fourth one? Oh, my gosh. Preston, what is the fourth one? Oh, Xfinity. Okay, good. Okay. I th- oh, I didn't know you were asking me, so I thought you were asking Caroline again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's why I waited. <laughs> so, Xfinity is the fourth one. So I didn't do so Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, Caroline, you got to get better at that. I know. Uh, this is a shame. I'm, I'm quite disappointed in you. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this isn't a big deal. You you asked for this. I did. I asked for it, and I thought I'd do well. Now, I, th- I think next week, Caroline should qu- find some NASCAR trivia and quiz me. Oh, I think I that will. would be awesome. I'll quiz both of you. Oh, well. You can actually use loot as a lifeline. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't think he's going to need to. <laughs> he may. I he might. May. You never know. She could pull something out okay. of crazy. Game is on. I'll do that. All right. And we'll see how much I know. Mm-hmm. If I don't have the stats <laughs> and stuff in front of me that I haven't studied up on. Well, I thought I was going to do better. I thought you were going to do a lot better. I, oh, thought I those, feel like I'm going to need to go home and like study a lot. I thought those were easy yeah. questions. I not that bad. No. I didn't know what NASCAR stood for. It, that's a basic one. Yeah. I should have said, when was NASCAR founded? She would have just looked up and <laughs> saw that. Maybe. So. Okay. Well, thank you for having me all on All right. Show. Well, thank you, Caroline. I hope to have you back on. I love your shirt. Thank you. And Monster, Monster Energy. Energy. That is now, you go to Darlington. I with I could be a Monster Girl. You can be a Monster Girl. You're my Monster Girl. Oh, only yours. That's right. And and if she if she goes to Darlington, technically it's a throwback. A throwback. I love it. Thank you. So thanks, Caroline. And You're welcome. We'll go ahead I did and horrible. Yeah, you did great. Well, you did better you. than I thought. I tried. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, baby doll. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. So Caroline didn't do as hot as I thought she would, but that's quite all right because I love her. And and she's going to play Stomp the NASCAR guy next week. It should be a fun episode. Stomp the NASCAR guy. Yep. I like that. And now we're just going to get into our final thoughts. Driver of the week and this week in NASCAR. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. All right, what do we have for the driver of the week this week in, in the Marbles? I'm probably going to butcher this name a little bit, to be honest. Because it isn't just your typical... I, I, I expanded it to... I made sure to tell you that it isn't just a NASCAR driver. It could be any driver. Right. But, well, I went Formula One with this one. His real name is Nelson P.K. Sotomayor. I think I'm saying that right. Sotomayor. Sotomayor. But we also know him as Nelson P.K. Nelson P.K. Yes. Very nice. he goes by. Born August 17th, 1952. You had to to think about that one. Yeah, well, the way that they had it written down on here, it had me confused. Nelson P.K., a former Brazilian racing driver and businessman, raced in Formula One. Let me get down to here. Active years 1978 through 1991. 204 starts, 23 wins, 60 podiums, 24 pole positions, with three championships coming in 1981, 83, and 1987. And an interesting fact about him, he had a brief career in tennis before losing interest in the sport and took up karting. 
and he hid his identity to prevent his father from discovering his new hobby. Weird, interesting, nice. Yeah, so uh, he became the Brazilian national karting champion in 1971-72 and won the Formula V championship in 1976. So I like that. Very nice driver of the week. This yeah. week in, in the marbles, I really enjoyed that one. That's very nice. I Good job, Preston. I thought I thought it was pretty cool that you know he had to hide his identity from his own father. You know, yeah, that is weird. Is but hey, hey, I, I guess it worked out. Do what you got to do. Do what you love, man. Okay, since the Coca Cola Six Hundred is coming up, I got a Coca Cola Six Hundred from this week in NASCAR. Okay, from May twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two, a memorable season as it is, but I think this is overlooked. Dale Earnhardt avoids the watchful eyes of NASCAR officials as he exceeds 55 miles an hour in the pit road speed limit on his final pit stop, then outruns Ernie Irvin to win the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte. Earnhardt trails by more than three seconds entering the pits, but returns to the track 1.2 seconds ahead of his closest rival. Other competitors wanted to protest after the race. Because he sped on pit road? Because he sped on pit road, so therefore he would have been disqualified. How would they have known that, though? I wonder how they... Because he came in three seconds behind the guys. Oh, okay, so they were looking at it by time. And then left 1.27 seconds ahead. That's that's a pretty large margin. Yep, that is. To make up like that. Oh, yeah. Somehow he avoided that, but that is your This Week in NASCAR History, the 1992 Coca-Cola 600. Hopefully we get some more history this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. And pretty soon here in the next 10 years, we're going to say in 2020, Darlington comes back and yep. after the pandemic. Great episode. Long episode. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed got, it, though. I enjoyed it immensely. I hope everybody else did, too. Preston, do you have anything else before we wrap up this episode and look forward to Charlotte? Nothing else. All right, then. Well, that being said... Thank you so much for listening to this week in Into Marbles. We appreciate your patience in us getting you this episode. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just type in Into Marbles and we'll be there for the latest updates and schedule changes and our release of our future episodes. Special thanks to Caroline for coming in and going through the hot seat. Can't wait to next week where she quizzes me. For Preston Mood, I am Matt Beamer. Thank you again so much for listening. Have a good rest of your week and be safe. Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.